guys for those of you who are joining hey Tam I'm gonna add you now one sec hey how are you, how are you? good how are you oh my gosh obviously how I set this up was fall the other way but let me quickly change it I'm gonna hold my phone for a bit how are you oh, good so that's good so you. good so good to see you hang on wait my weekend was um my weekend was really really good um kind of did absolutely nothing what about you very chilled I mean it's not <laughs> like we gallivanting anywhere <laughs> don't I don't have any way to be <laughs> this is like, like I was thinking today, I was like, I've got this live with Tam. I want to look amazing because I'm going with Tam. So like I've done my makeup. I think this is the first time I've done my makeup in so long, but it feels really good. <laughs> I was like, wow, maybe, maybe I needed this. <laughs> I also got dolled up for you. Thanks, babe. Of my COVID-19 lockdown. Yeah, I got a, I got a special hot date. <laughs> In our bedrooms, how yeah, in our bedrooms, like I love it. Um, I saw Yoga Girl. Um, is doing something now. She's also Instagram Live, and she's doing a, something called bathroom sessions. So, oh like, it's this idea where it's the only place in the house that is quiet, and we're all gonna be in our bathrooms, just connecting. <laughs> and these are these are our bedroom sessions. I love it. I love it. <laughs> at the moment so we had to play ching chong cha for who gets the bedroom <laughs> i'm actually yeah i think it is yeah place. i think so too i think we're right so tam i'm gonna let you start and let's start with tell me and tell us a little bit about you and you start okay so i mean you and i met probably about a year and a half ago in our yoga teacher training well you guided me through through this amazing um, yoga teacher training. And I dabbled with yoga for a couple of years, but I had this like love-hate relationship with yoga. And I suppose it was a bit of a reflection of what was going on beneath the surface, which was a bit of a love-hate relationship with myself. Um, and yoga is an incredible practice that teaches you just like how to come back to yourself and how to continue, mm. you know, returning to the stillness, returning to your heart center, returning or turning inwards rather than being like bombarded by the noise. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I've got to be honest, my, my relationship with yoga is still a little bit of a love hate one because whenever I get on my mat, I'm like forced to be with the truth of myself, my emotions, my body. And it's yeah. hard. No. Yeah. Some days aren't good. Yeah. <laughs> It's called that reason because mm -hmm. uh, it is a practice. We have to remind ourselves that we're on a journey of self-discovery and, um, you know, this quest to know ourselves is a journey of returning to the self as often as we can. Mm. And so, I mean, I've always been interested in a holistic approach to health and to healing and to life. And you know, from a young age, from a, the age of 12, I was, after having to go through the extremely traumatic loss of both my folks, 
I began questioning life and, and having the big questions like, who mm. are we? Who am I? Why is this happening to me? Mm. What, like, what is the purpose of all of this? Because I don't believe in anything being random or mm. fluke or coincidental. I really believe in, you know, us having a mission in this lifetime. So we come to earth to fulfill a certain path or a mission or to learn certain lessons. And so from the age of 12, I started searching and reading a hell of a lot of books, particularly the first person and the first woman I fell in love with was Louise Hay, who sort of gently reminded me that I had the power, that mm. I wasn't a victim of circumstance or that I had to remain a victim of circumstance, but that I could actually change um, my, and, and grow and heal and become more empowered. Um, and then I sort of, you know, just, just carried on with life. I got in, I was in school. I had to move to a new school. So I made new friends and then, you know, the normal, like go to varsity and then you just like carry on with life and life seems yeah. to. Teenager things. I studied uh, psychology cause I, I'm fascinated by human behavior and particularly human potential and how we can become greater than our circumstances. Um, and then, you know, I had a little bit of a secret that I was hiding for all of these years, which was, I really had a toxic relationship with substances. And this was the one thing that I was in total denial about. Um, and I think the real work for me started when I got honest with myself around what was holding me back, what yeah, was. Wow be stuck and how I needed to start taking responsibility of an ownership of my life and my emotions in order to become the best version of myself. And so I suppose, you know, I, over the last, I've been sober now for 14 months and over the last six months, I've really come into myself and realized that I'm meant to be doing work that serves people. I'm meant to be helping others, guiding them home in a sense. So yeah, that's you've done I, so much. And I mean, like, not only have you been through so much, but like, I was thinking about one of the things I wanted to touch on is like, what draws me to you is just the action you've taken in your life. And I just think like, when we think of any of what we're about to talk about in the next few weeks or whatever what we're actually talking about the hardest step is actually taking action so before you carry on I just want to congratulate you on Thank the you. biggest action I think anyone can take in their life and wow it's come that has really really inspired me about you even more than I was because when I met you um, a few years ago I was all I was actually already like wow who's this very powerful woman and I, I just you had this amazing presence and I just think it's so like amazing and yes we have these secrets but that action that you take wow like for me when anyone takes action in their life I'm like wow there's so much to learn because that is yeah. the hardest step is actually just taking action and congrats I think that's fucking huge I don't want to downplay it at all thank you I think yeah. that I'm also learning is that this is probably the biggest step that I've ever taken. And it's been the hardest thing I've had to do. Why? Mm. Because it's a choice. Mm. Uh, sometimes we get thrown into situations where we haven't had a choice and we just have to deal. But mm. this was a choice. And that's why it was so hard. Mm. But I knew that 
you know, it felt like I had outgrown places that were no longer meant for me. Yeah. But it's so much courage to actually say, yeah, I do actually deserve more. And yeah. I think that is, I've got goosebumps because that is the work that I want to inspire others to do is to realize, you know, I am worth more and yeah. to just start taking stock of what no longer works for them and to be real, like, fuck, yeah. we're not real with ourselves, you know? Not at all. Whew, I've been, yeah, like I've noticed so much come up, especially now with lockdown and I'm just like, wow, that's a, that's a convenient story you're telling yourself. <laughs> It works, doesn't it? Uh, okay. <laughs> and you're like, does it actually work? Like, is this actually serving me? Or am I like delusional about like how I'm living? And it's, it's really eye opening. So yeah. Yeah. And takes, I mean, I know you, but why don't you give us a bit of a rundown around, you know, how you got into yoga and how you got into the space? Because yeah, I, your work has changed me. I mean, I just rate you. I think you're the best <laughs> yoga, you know, like I think you. you. It's so coincidental that I was doing your yoga teacher training. And that was when I had this aha moment that I'm struggling with booze because I couldn't arrive at your teacher training sober. I, and I mean, wow, fuck, fuck, like, and I mean, the, I mean, I don't think any of us are like, just confronting that, like, sober is such a real tangible thing, but some of us aren't confronting, like, the other things, the other secrets about ourselves, like, you know, like, I was having a conversation to you a few days ago, like, how I just have this um, immense, like, built up anger that comes out, and, like, these are things that are coming up that we need to address. So let me, let me, before I get too sidetracked, I'll tell you a little bit, of, no, tell everyone a little bit more about myself. So yeah. I'm super, super lucky. And as, as traumatic, I, I truly believe everyone has had a fairly traumatic childhood. And I'm, as an adult, I'm now learning um, that I want to talk about it more because it is so like taboo and like you end up isolating yourself more because you're not letting people in. Yeah. But what I have learned is that even though um, I had a fairly traumatic childhood, as I think most people have, yeah. I, what it was really a big saving grace, and I keep, it's so amazing now seeing it as an, as an adult, because when you're young, you don't really see it. Um, what was a saving grace for me was my mom. My mom, um, her and I have a tumultuous relationship, but what, we, what my mom did so right, and I think this has really made me the person I am, is my mom had this, complete love and adoration for me and that whole um that that fulfillment of love was always there so not only did my mom always make me feel so loved my mom was so encouraging about yoga and my mom first I got into yoga and when my mom got into it I was just like I was a teenager and I was like oh this isn't real exercise and I'm not here for this and but then like, you know, like our household was just like full of yoga and my dad was going with my mom and like, then my mom was like, my parents were quite strict. So they were like, no, you're coming. <laughs> so I was like, oh, going to yoga, like on a Wednesday night. I was like, I don't want to be here. But anyway, go there. And then eventually I was like, well, I don't know anything about yoga and I can't really make big calls about something. So I was like, let me just do a teacher training. And I feel extremely lucky because 
I managed to ask um, my real dad for cash and my real dad was like cool and I see now like so hard to like come up with that cash and you're like fuck what a luxury I mean that was like in 2011 and like what a luxury that somehow both oh my parents and my dad they were like okay we can make this happen and yeah so from then I've been practicing yoga and as an adult now I almost reflect on it because it's coming up to like 10 years of having a consistent practice and I agree with you this practice isn't every day I think you know like love-hate relationship we all say that and I think everyone who's honest says that let's say that (laughs) I think everyone who's honest says that because I say truly like my real practice began for me like when things shifted was only really 2015 before then I almost feel like there was background work happening and like it was like a physical practice and again love hate I would come there go not could be there like only in the last few years has my my own practice actually grown so don't worry it's on its way but (laughs) but that what I realize now about this practice is it's been working so much in the the background of my life and it's actually been saving me whether I know it or not like I feel like it's been saving me with breath with um just like slowing down being a little bit more conscious and just thoughtful things like that and I was I've seen such a big difference but it's taken like almost 10 years I'm not gonna downplay (laughs) maybe I didn't do it right I don't know but it's taken so long to like really see the results of this practice um and I think it's because I was quite young and but what it has done is it's really revealed so many parts of myself that you don't know about and that you're not aware of and that we don't like seeing, you know, like, you know, like there are parts of ourselves that we don't like addressing. We don't like bringing up. Even this morning I had like, again, I was telling you, I have like a very bad time schedule panic attack moment. So this morning, <laughs> internet (laughs) not being amazing trying to load like an IGTV and I could like I just noticed like my whole body freaking out and I was like okay cool it's happening cool that's fine try like not take this on and then afterwards like you know I didn't have a meltdown so I was like that's awesome well done (laughs) good job and I was like walking outside this morning and I was like fuck why am I like so hard on myself like I am gonna have a meltdown it's okay like just take a deep breath but I also like looked at it and I was like I'm also like just beating myself up a bit like it's okay you know like last minute panic it happens and like also now I'm noticing like this level of forgiveness and I think you know you mentioned Louise Hayes and that's also been such a new like thing for me is actually just starting to be a bit kinder (laughs) now to myself yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that has been also quite a big um, shift recently for me. So it's been amazing. Not that I told you much about me or what I do, but <laughs> the other thing I do. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. No, I think you're bringing up such important points because why is it so easy for us to be kind to every single person around us, but we are our worst critics, and you like know, this thing is just not good enough you know yeah I don't think we have good dialogue that's what I'm learning is I don't think 
I don't think anyone teaches us teaches us how to speak to ourselves. Uh, like no one in my life has ever told me how to speak to myself. The only person who's ever told me is my partner, Tim. And like in those moments, you. I've got my boyfriend's mom calling me. <laughs> so oh, <laughs> I'm like, sorry, bye. Um, I, she'll forgive me though. I was just uh, started talking to myself and said, don't sorry. freak out, Tam. She'll be back. <laughs> don't leave me hanging. <laughs> she, I know she listened. I know she is. Um, no, but I think like, you know, the only person, luckily, if we are lucky enough, we get someone in our lives who's like, oh my God, don't speak to yourself like that. But I remember the first time Tim said that, I was like, well, who the fuck else is gonna? Like, who the else is, who else yeah. is gonna be like, do it right, girl. Like, let's go, come on, what's going on? Like, do better, be better. Like the whole time. And I was like, and I thought about that. I was like, what's fucking hectic? Like, I think I need to like yeah. reprimand myself and like, abuse myself if I don't achieve or don't do one small thing right it's not about even achieving it's not even about grades at school anymore it's about I didn't do something to the best of the ability that's out there even though it was my best I'm like yeah. oh well it should be better and it's this like comparison yeah. it's like a bit of comparison not knowing how to speak to ourselves and yeah we are just so cruel to ourselves like I'm trying to make it a practice now, but it literally, I'm going to be so honest with you. This is like a two week thing in my life where I was like, I cannot speak to myself the way I don't, the way I don't speak to my friends. And I'm like, and it's, it's just a no brainer anymore, but it like literally that penny dropped two weeks ago. Like I wish, I wish I was living my life like this. I wish it was this easy. And then I have a conversation with Tim and he's like, yeah, well, why would you be mean? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't exactly. know. I just, I don't know I I've been we've been brought up to like hate ourselves and maybe not everyone but some yeah. of us and I think majority of the world because I speak to a lot of my friends I speak to a lot of women I have a lot of women reaching out to me and it's it's the same you know it's like it's this constant like internal battle and I think this is why oh, yeah you're actually having this conversation because part of this work and this conversation that you and I decided to have, our goal was to sort of um, share with the community what, our, what things we're struggling with and how we keep returning to ourselves. And part of this work, as you mentioned, is reparenting ourselves. Like yeah. you are basically reparenting yourself by saying, text, babe, don't speak to yourself like that, you know? So yeah. I find it so fascinating that we come to earth and you know we are molded as kids and conditioned to to fit into society and then we go on through life and we lose ourselves along the way and then something happens or we start a yoga practice and then we start this journey of reparenting ourselves of you know understanding that we've got to have our own backs because no one else is gonna you know we can't rely on other people to have our backs 100 percent. and I was, I'm, I'm thinking about it now and i agree with everything you are saying and do you think we are reparenting ourselves some of us like i mean i think it must be like a an age thing because maybe yes we find a yoga practice we an event happens in our life you know all those things but i also think maybe 
there comes an age, hopefully, in most people, we hope, where we just start going, like we start waking up and we're like, you know, because I think if I think of my life, I've been doing so much reflecting, obviously. And if I think of my life, I'm thinking like, especially like the last 10 years, that was about like really kind of defining who I was. And I think all of that type of like teenage work, early um, adult work, you don't get an opportunity to like be like, who am I? Um, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Like, is this working for me? Like, there's no, there's no reflection period at that young age. And I, I mean, I don't think people actually, some people don't reflect, but I think what's amazing is it, a lot of us, a lot of people you're speaking to, a lot of people I'm speaking to, we all want to be better versions of ourselves, you know, like, and it's not to say we're not good enough. I don't, it's not, I think some people take that the wrong way. It's not to say that, it's to say that I believe there's a space or a part of me that's even better than Tegan today. And I'm fucking excited about that. Like, I think that's amazing. I think it's so great that tomorrow or even in an hour, even in a minute, I have an opportunity to be 2% better than I am this morning. And it's yeah. just like, if I work at that, if I like cultivate this, this capacity to feel more, love more, do more, all of those things, if I create this capacity, that means I'm going to be happier. <laughs> And that yeah. to me, I'm just like, wow, like, it's so amazing. So I think a lot of us are on this path. You know, you want the best for your friends. You want the best for your kids. You want the best for your parents. So mm. isn't wanting the best for yourself, in, in other words, becoming a better version of yourself, 100%, actually 100%, yeah. of love? Because it's not to say that who we are is not good enough, but it's, it's taking a step back and saying, hmm, you know, maybe that pattern's not really loving myself enough, or maybe love. I could speak to myself in a better way, or maybe I shouldn't eat all the chocolates. Like, I mean, or maybe oh, moment, and it's it's a ref like obviously it's got a lot to do with boredom and whatever. Mm. But I'm also noticing that like it's a little bit of a, an act of self sabotage, and it's like it's another stuffing process. I mean, oh, I think yeah. a lot of what we do and how we engage with the world is about stuffing down things yeah. that are difficult to deal with. And so we keep stuffing, stuffing, stuffing until we become so full of bullshit that it takes years to start undoing that, you know? I mean, I, I can't agree with you more. It's, a, it's like a stuffing or a numbing, you know, like, or distracting. I think distracting is also a big thing. Like, 100%. If you finding yourself watching hours and I mean, TV is like a big thing for me. So if you find yourself watching hours and hours of TV, especially now, like I know for me, such a weakness for me. I know for me, like I can't go near my lounge, like on Monday to Friday. I just, it's only there at nighttime. I can't be there. Otherwise, as soon as I'm in that warm wormhole, I'm just like numb and I will numb myself for hours doing nothing. And that numbing comes in so many forms. But what's amazing is starting to, starting to become aware, like, am I numbing myself? Like, fuck, yeah. like, those are big things. Like, am I stuffing down my emotions? And the eating thing is so interesting because I, I find, I think most women do, and it's a really, it's a sad thing, but I think most women have this horrible food relationship. Oh, and terrible. 
it's a terrible food relationship and i was reading louise hay the other day and she was she just said something so hectic and <laughs> so mind-blowing she was like people who overeat or undereat or whatever all those things it's just like you said a form of self-sabotage or not loving ourselves correctly like we need to start loving nourishing ourselves like actually like you said looking after yourself but reparenting but from a space of how you would be as a parent like yes. i know the parent i want to be is not how i'm currently talking to myself that's for fucking sure <laughs> i need to work on the language a bit more for sure but we do we have to treat we have to talk to ourselves like we are young children because we do take things personally we do take things to heart and we are hurting like there's old wounds that we just like we've managed to push we managed to numb we've like forgotten about and and it's yeah. it's scary like it's really scary that we're not addressing it yeah i think one of the most well, something that just keeps coming back to me that, that fascinates me is this inability to be still with ourselves. Like yeah. if I was just still with myself, I could move through the craving of sugar or I could, you know, move through. And this is what I had to do when I stopped drinking. I had to move through the Friday afternoon anxiety fun. when all my were having fun and I thought I was missing out. And I, it, it was literally just learning to be still with myself and to understand that no matter the situation i could trust myself to be there for me wow. you know and you know we don't part of this 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 process of losing ourselves to you know society or to thinking we have to live a certain way is that we don't actually trust ourselves enough to know what's best for us so how do we begin um, that practice where we can, you know, center ourselves and be still with ourselves and, and trust that I'll be able to show up for myself in the best possible way. So I've actually started a meditation practice now with, um, Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you've ever heard of Joe Dispenza. I've, I've heard only amazing things and I'm really interested in getting more involved in his stuff. Yeah. Okay, I'll send um I'll send you some send. his meditations and I'll actually make a post after this with some uh, meditations that everyone can go and, and search for and just go read up about him. He's very scientific based, so he runs these incredible retreats, seven day retreats, but they're not like your uh like luxe retreats at the beach. It's actually in a like a conference room, but they put these like nodes on you and they measure your brain waves. Uh, through your meditation wow. and it's amazing because I'm learning more and more that the heart is so important in this life it's not just about the mind it's not just about how smart you are intelligent you are how logical you are the head is can be our biggest enemy you know mm. when we able to detach from the noise around us and sink into our heart the heart is like just this incredible organ that communicates to your mind actually mm. more than your brain connects to your communicates to your heart and so when i go into the space and i literally put all my attention on my heart it's like this space opens up for me and yeah. silence starts filling up and i have a chance to drop the 
the bickering with myself. Mm. I had a chance to drop the the criticism, you know, mm. the thing like I'm not good enough or I'm not far enough along my path. Um, and one of the things that I've realized during this um, lockdown is my tendency to to over identify with suffering mm. to over identify with things need, needing to be difficult and i think it's a pattern that i learned you know having when you go through something so traumatic i think you're literally shocked and you mm. uh, that you start believing okay my life's going to be really hard i'm going to need well, to suffering suffer. is normal yes I'm if, I, if, if, if i'm suffering i'm living yes 100 percent and I noticed this for the first time in lockdown because I started doing YouTube videos um, and I started my YouTube channel after months of putting it off. Talk about avoidance. <laughs> and through this process, I learned something so big about myself because I couldn't get the technology to work one day. I was just having a day where everything I touched broke, literally. <laughs> and I was getting so frustrated. Right. I know that know what I'm talking about I know deeply <laughs> deeply <laughs> and it was so fascinating to me that all along there's been this like thing that I haven't noticed this blind spot that I am actually addicted to my own suffering mm. and how many people in the world is this true for yeah if you about the state of the world we're always in stress there is there is constant trauma Trauma, um, trauma going on, you know, people getting traumatized. Like, think about how traumatizing this pandemic is. And yeah, especially for oh, anyone not living like we are. Fuck. I know. Like, thank God. Like, I'm so grateful I have a garden that I can put my two feet on, you know? Yeah. But this state, it, it, it like fascinates me that the state of the world is in crisis like 24 7, whether the pandemic's happening or not. So how is the world being conditioned to be addicted to their suffering? Because we don't know another way. Mm. You know? And so, I've, been, I've been also, you know, it's a, a big thing that's come up for me. Um, and I think it ties in also like the suffering is, and again, I don't know. I can't say if this is just a woman thing or if this goes across for men. So guys, please let us know. I'd love to know. But what I'm noticing a lot during this pandemic is um, how I was very unaware of it before, I think, like not as aware of it, but this constant comparison of ourselves, where we should be, what we should be doing, how we should be spending our pandemic. Like, have you learned yeah. a new fucking language yet? Like, are you doing yoga every day? Like, cause if you're not, you're not fucking doing the pandemic right, you know? Like, and it just feels like that. And it feels like, every day you're just like you're like fuck i have to do like the feeling i'm carrying with me i will say the feeling i'm waking up with every morning is like do everything now <laughs> like do it all like have you done everything and it's like fuck like i actually don't want to do anything like i'm still working like i'm literally still working my normal job so like my hours are still the same like i'm actually not off like I, yes i'm at home i'm not driving it's amazing i love being at home but this, I'm actually still teaching like three, four classes a day. Like I'm busy and I'm like, why are you, why do you think you're not doing enough? <laughs> like, yes. 
you you're still working like this is how you work without the pandemic it's just in pandemic mode so like why do you feel or like i'm asking myself like why do i feel like it's not enough and this is that voice like you're not enough you know you're not doing enough you're not providing enough content you're not you're not meeting or like doing enough free things or like doing enough classes, whatever it is. And it's just constant like background noise. And I've noticed it. So, and I think a lot of us will have noticed this, especially like because we're sitting now, you know, like I know, um, for example, my boyfriend, he, I said like, you don't know him, you know, Tim, (laughs) Tim, um, he really struggles with, um, one of his things is like he struggles to like be alone and it's like he's a very sociable person and he loves like that's his like his energy thriving point is like being with people so I know right now like for a lot of people who are so used to engaging and like feel their energy full up from engaging this must be a really tough time as well and I think the thing is for me that hasn't been as tough because I work and I live alone, you know, most of my time I work from home. So I'm actually, this is like quarantine is my normal life. Um, I'm loving, I'm loving not driving around. Like I drove around to do groceries yesterday and like, sure, it's just, I'm actually happy. And maybe driving is my trigger point. I don't know, (laughs) but it's, it's been such an interesting reflection period. And I think I'm hoping that whatever everyone's taken from this, um, is that we've been forced to stop, pause, and like look. And I think that's it's bringing up a lot. Hopefully, good stuff and bad stuff. This whatever comes up, you know, you can't decide. Like we can't decide. Like oh, let me let me sort out a good part of myself. Like no, <laughs> we have some bad habits, guys. <laughs> you know, yeah. like there's some bad habits we have to kick. And like, and I think like start like I, I've been thinking about some of my bad habits and. I think like start with like what what you see and like like what we were saying like start by like your internal dialogue start actually like being kind to yourself because like we sit in our heads all fucking day and if you're home alone like you're sitting in your head even more so and you're sitting and there's stories and there's comparisons and there's just so much and we just no one's actually sometimes being as kind to us as we need and how we're not even being kind to ourselves you know let alone we have a partner who might love us which is amazing but even then like the dialogue that we live in is just i know like some days for me it's it's terrible and i'm like how the fuck can you say this to yourself like how can you actually like it's like it's really vile so it's been a it's been an interesting pandemic um i actually spoke to my grand today it's her birthday and she's 89 she's 89 and i was like chatting to her and i was like holy shit grand you've lived through world war one you know you just were born after she was born in 1931 like you lived through world war one you you've gone through civil wars and like now you're like 89 in a pandemic like no one (laughs) no one yeah it's just like it's so insane but i really i truly believe that this um this I'm hopeful that this pandemic is I know financially I'm not going to talk about that that's a different story but emotionally and I think this has been hopefully a very big shift for us and a a time to like reevaluate our lives and go like like you know you've had this reevaluation 
when we did teacher training and I think that evaluation comes up in your life where you kind of like pushed into a corner or you like oh yeah you like yeah you don't have many options out and like right now all of us we don't have options out we've yeah. got a stitcher like we can't go walk <laughs> I want to but we can't <laughs> I was walking in my complex sorry <laughs> just in case I get harassed <laughs> I know and I mean you know, I think about it often, like how often do we get these reset moments? I feel like spiritually there's something going on here that I'm we hopeful. might understand right now, but in years mm. to come we understand. And it is a reset button. Um, because yeah. face it, our lives, both like, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, our lives and collectively have been unsustainable. Mm. How do we you know, move forward in the world if we if our actions on a day to day basis are unsustainable. If we on a day to day basis can't manage ourselves, like how do we, how do you expect a world to be, you know, peaceful, abundant, um, and just healthy? So I see. Uh, well, this is at least the story that I'm choosing to tell myself around mm. what's going because I think we can have different stories and and your 100%. stories that you tell yourself are basically your truth you know um but it it has been that pause button for me and it's been some days a lot easier than others because just like you tags i have i'm constantly denying where i'm at like it's it's not okay for me to have just started this business six months ago it's like i need to have you know uh, like 10 hundred times i need to have x amount of followers like I should be this boss babe that I've like now decided. In day one. <laughs> day in day one, exactly. Day one. So um and I and I think it's it's a reflection of the world around us because we're obsessed with instant gratification. We're obsessed yeah. with just having something at the touch of a button. You know, we've got mm -hmm. online shopping, we've got these Instagram lives, it's so amazing. But how how ingrained is this idea that we need something now or as in yesterday but forgetting that there's actually beauty in the unfolding yeah and it's not i mean this is not easy work i have i am always reminding myself of it because it's so hard like i know what's possible mm. i know what the possible is but i just mm. can't give myself a break to be where i'm at you know, i think yeah I, I think i think we don't get taught that wherever you are is okay you know like in our minds is there's constantly and i've had the same thing recently um that comparison thing but in our minds we almost like well if i'm not the best or if i don't have 10 million followers or if i don't do this then whatever i'm doing is completely insignificant yes you know it's oh. like this yeah it's like this feeling that like well, if I don't get the promotion or if I don't, I, it's quite embarrassing what I'm about to say, but I've noticed about myself um, this year more than any other year is I'm extremely fucking competitive and I have no really idea that this was such a big thing for me. Like that, I, like the back of my mind, I'm constantly going like, but am I winning? Am I winning? Am I winning? Am I better? Am I doing this? Am I doing it? And it's like, it's this really like toxic thing. It, it has a positive in that it makes me work really hard. 
it does yeah. have a positive but it what the negative is is that like you're saying i'm not just enjoying right now but what's amazing is that right now has brought us our paths together and that yeah. was a path that was like over a year ago you know and it's like right now we get to have this conversation and i think about it like i know teacher training i remember that time and it was what blows my mind is when we think of like if you have to think like a year and a bit ago to teacher training i don't think you believed you would be here right now oh hell no like i don't think i don't think you saw a turnaround and i don't like and that's the big thing is like especially when we're in like the thick of it you know like when we, when it's happening you can't move you're like trapped literally trapped at home and yeah. you just like some days you're just like i don't know if i'm gonna get out of this but like what's amazing is we do yeah like we're fucking resilient like we are cockroaches we don't want to die <laughs> we want to keep going <laughs> we are just and sometimes sometimes we like also we want pain and sometimes we want pleasure that's what um i found so amazing about um yoga philosophy what it's taught me so much about is and what we were saying at the start of this conversation is what are your patterns yeah. what patterns are you leaning towards and i think that this quarantine is really an amazing time to allow it to come up because you can see where you're sitting and it it takes like it does take a bit of practice but this is a new practice now you know just like we have a physical practice now we have like pattern practice and this pattern practice is like tam in the morning why do i think i'm suffering oh no i'm not don't worry about it it's okay you're not suffering and like mine is taken oh you haven't done enough and it's only nine o'clock oh no it's only nine o'clock don't worry like what do you feel like doing today instead and it's like this reparenting that we're speaking about but i think like this this reparenting just really needs to be done now like we need to like stop being afraid to be the people we want to be. Yeah. And say, fuck it. Like, and fuck part it. Of, part of my journey, you know, I want to talk about another thing that I just honestly believe as women and I'm sure men, but we were, we were raised to be good girls mm. and oh my God, is that just, it makes me want to vomit. So I feel like, I am, I have this inner rebellion where I just want to, mm. I think why I fucking partied so much and did so many illegal things. Cause I just wanted to like be a rebel and go against yeah. the grain and screw this good girl shit. Like, yeah, maybe, like, yeah, I can uh, do, I can be the good girl and do whatever the fuck I want. Like, look at me now, look at me go. And like, we need to do that. Like, um, yeah, it's, it's really hectic. Like this the dialogue we tell ourselves just to like make ourselves not we tell ourselves that we're we don't need to be big we don't need to be brave we don't need to be fearless all those things but what we actually are doing is we're afraid we're afraid of like all of the stuff that comes with being fearless that comes with being brave that comes with putting yourself out there i mean on an instagram live like this is new for us like this is new but oh, yeah being in a space where we feel like quite grounded in ourselves to be like, well, fuck it. We're going to do it anyway. Yes. That's the space we need to start living in is like, I might completely fail, but like, actually like a part of me, there's like, it's, and I've thought about this voice recently, this voice that says, Oh yeah, it's a great idea. Do it. That voice is tiny. It's not a big voice. It's not a big glaring voice that says, do it. You're going to do so well. It's a tiny little voice that says, 
you might be able to and yes. you've got to like you've got to like listen and be like oh oh yeah okay cool no i'm going to i'm gonna do it and it's so scary because like that voice is so small and some of us are so lucky that we have like partnerships or friendships or whatever or confidence where we back ourselves but a lot of us we are alone we don't believe in ourselves and we don't like think we're good enough we don't think we have something to offer and it's like a really scary place to be in because like you were saying our purpose sits there that's our purpose is knowing like listening to that voice and then going oh well you know part of me thinks i'm good enough for this so maybe i should try it and it's yeah. listening to that voice and that voice like the more we start doing that what we want to do or like following our hearts a little bit more the more brave i think we get and a little yeah. bit more fearless yes and it's like it's like graduating through school you know you've got to like complete grade 1 before you can go to grade 2 and i like that analogy for life because it suggests that there's no end goal here there's no end no. goal like eventually becoming the most self empowered most fearless like you don't just graduate 100% on a self empowerment test like it yeah. it doesn't you know or like winning at life test no mm. it's always a journey but um i'm i'm starting to realize that it's not a burden anymore like i used to think in school like oh i'm i've got so many issues like i need to sort mm. my shit out like i'm undateable you know <laughs> yeah all those things and and as if it was things i needed to accomplish like i needed to get over my parents death i needed to like get over certain things and then as i've matured and i think it's only really happened the last year or two i'm realizing hang on these are actually doorways of opportunities they're not tasks i need to accomplish and yeah, for that's amazing the process of falling in love with learning about myself has been probably the biggest shift in my life i enjoy doing introspective work call me love. crazy call me fucking <laughs> weird and uh, maybe i'm an alien i don't know but i actually enjoy it i have to tell you the funniest story yeah. uh, so it's speak it so just to like we must be two peas in a pod so i go to last year as you know um my father passed away my real dad and it was like just um yeah same you know ripple effect of all those things but i brought i took myself to therapy i was like go to therapy but i didn't go to therapy i went with my phone and i had a list i was like okay these are the things we're working on <laughs> i was like these are the things i know about myself and these are the things we should start with <laughs> and it was like i'm here to work girl i'm here let's go like let's sort this out like i want to and it's it's an amazing i agree with you it's an amazing feeling it's like we actually have this like um this power beautiful power over our lives like where we get to choose to be the people we want to be yeah 100%. and it's like fuck i mean how amazing that like we get this opportunity but it it is exciting i think for us but i do think a lot of people like i think there's so much maybe a shame there's so much shame about these parts of ourselves that we don't like like you know like we talk about trauma and like trauma holds so much pain like it's you know no one likes speaking about their trauma and even that the fact that we can't speak about things that have happened to us that we had no control over nothing things that have yeah. happened to us that we feel guilty about that just tells yeah. you that like 
we don't even like we don't even want to heal from that pain and that pain i mean i'm talking about childhood trauma it's so old it's so in us and it's like it's in our muscles you know but we don't even want to like reveal those those parts of ourselves and i think what we're learning is like the biggest thing is like be vulnerable but maybe start with yourself you know maybe like start with yourself and just be like you know like it's okay you know that traumatic childhood that we've all had some maybe not as much but i know we've all had a traumatic childhood that going through that what like you said like what has who's that made me now and if i think about like all the traumas i've been through so i've been sexually abused and i like it is a big thing for me and it's like it's it's fucking hectic but what i do know about sexual abuse is i know it's happened to almost everyone and that is more hectic for me and i don't like then i think about it and i'm like why are you even like ashamed when i've spoken to all of my friends and i know all of my friends who've been through it and it's like fucking hectic but anyway so going through that and then i look at it now like the person i am now today i'm like fuck this person's fucking cool like i love myself i love how I show up in the world. I love that I'm kind. I love all of those things. And I just think about that. I'm like, that had some impact and that has had some impact and it has made me the person I am. Like whether at the time and whether what other happened, like what other suffering was around it, that's okay. But right now today, like, who are you? And like, Tam, same for you. Like, you know, like the trauma like, and you're I know a little bit like it was so traumatic these are like not small things and I think we downplay like what we've been through and I think we we like we, we've, we've said we put all this pressure on ourselves but we forget like as little humans we went through things like no one understands and like as adults we've had to try like understand those things and had to try like you know like comprehend and that's 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 the struggling i think we're carrying is that we we haven't figured it out yet and i think that's what makes us these anxious stressed depressed people who need to numb need to stuff because it's yeah. uncomfortable like it's yeah. um, i mean like if we think about trauma like it's not a nice place to sit in it's not like it's not a good time so but it's it's important and i think like what i want everyone to know is and what i I think it's so important. I want everyone to also just look at themselves for a moment and be like, fuck, I'm amazing. Like, look yeah. at me today showing up for myself. Like I got up this morning, I had a shower, I brushed my teeth, I washed my hair. Like, fuck, some days that's enough. Yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. also think it's so important because I used to have people in school like say to me, like, I, I haven't been through what you've been through. And I think yeah. it's so important Day right now that everyone's trauma that they experience is is the magnitude of it is relevant to them so like you know you don't have to be sexually abused or like you or or go through mm -hmm. like a parent you know something like um being left uh, being left alone at school when you're a child is like a traumatic event whatever that thing that like really hurt you deeply is trauma mm not about comparing traumas but rather acknowledging that i am like i deserve to acknowledge that i was hurt i deserve to acknowledge that that was really painful for me you know oh because you know like yeah I, my needs my needs weren't met you know as a, as a 
called and that's good notice that they weren't met because like now as an adult we get I know all of my friends who've been through it and it's like go shit as a child my needs weren't met in these certain ways so I have to like overcompensate a little bit for myself that's okay like all we need to do is like but there's so much insight and I think this is ugh, we've spiraled so much but I love it but I think this is why we wanted to to have this Instagram that had some impact and that has had some impact and it has made me the person I am like whether at the time and whether what other happened, like what other suffering was around it, that's okay. But right now today, like, who are you? And like, Tam, same for you. Like, you know, like the trauma like, and your, I know a little but like the, it was so traumatic. These are like not small things. And I think we downplay like what we've been through. And I think we, we like we, we we've said we put all this pressure on ourselves but we forget like as little humans we went through things like no one understands and like as adults we've had to try like understand those things and had to try like you know like comprehend and that's 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 the struggling I think we're carrying is that we we haven't figured it out yet and I think that's what makes us these anxious stressed depressed people who need to numb need to stuff because it's yeah. uncomfortable like it's yeah. time I mean like if we think about trauma like it's not a nice place to sit in it's not like it's not a good time so but it's it's important and I think like what I want everyone to know is and what I, I think is so important I want everyone to also just look at themselves for a moment and be like fuck I'm amazing like look yeah. at me today showing up for myself like I got up this morning I had a shower I brushed my teeth I washed my hair like fuck some days that's enough yeah absolutely and I yeah. also think it's so important because I used to have people in school like say to me like I I haven't been through what you've been through and I think yeah. it's so important to say right now that everyone's trauma that they experience is is the magnitude of it is relevant to them so like you know you don't have to be sexually abused or like you or, or go through like a parent you know something like um, being left uh, being left alone at school when you're a child is like a traumatic event whatever that thing that like really hurt you deeply is trauma mm. not about comparing traumas but rather acknowledging that I am 
like I deserve to acknowledge that I was hurt. I deserve to acknowledge that that was really painful for me, you know. Oh, because you know, like yeah, I, my needs, my needs weren't met, you know, as a as a child, and but that's good. Notice that they weren't met, because like now as an adult, we get to go shit. As a child, my needs weren't met in these certain ways, so I have to like overcompensate a little bit for myself. That's okay. Like all we need to do is like. But there's so much insight and I think this is, we've spiraled so much, but I love it. But I think this is why we wanted to, to have this Instagram chat is to go, guys, unpack it, learn about yourselves. Like this is like the path we're on and this is like how much we're learning about ourselves and know that you're not alone. I'm like, I'm looking at the comments now and it's, it's, they are so beautiful. Like it's coming from such a space of love and I can see like everyone who's like commenting now, for example, we all going through this. No one, no one is alone in trauma. No one is alone in pain or this pandemic, but it, like we were saying, we all now have to take responsibility and we all now have to start taking action on our life. Otherwise we stay as that little child who lost their parents, who was sexually abused, who went through a trauma. We stay there. Yeah, and, and like ourselves there, and that's the only story that then defines us. You know, when I started doing the deep work of like getting sober and chatting to my um, therapist, this was also not an overnight thing. I was talking to my therapist yeah. about getting sober for a year before I got sober. Wow, so amazing! It was a constant backwards and forwards. Like, mm, am I? Uh, you know, do I have a problem? No, I don't. Uh, yes, I do. No, I don't. And she said to me these words which have stuck with me she said tam you're not responsible for what's happened to you but you are responsible for taking responsibility to heal yeah. and i thought so powerful because yes i can then acknowledge that maybe what's happened in my life isn't my fault it's not my fault it's not my fault that i haven't learned how to cope and i am in this position where i'm where I'm down, when I, where I'm hopeless, where I'm drinking too much, where I can't cope. But it is my responsibility to make that change or to, you know, start the process of healing. And I think it is my belief that we all come to earth to heal. We mm. literally are like just evolving spirits. We come here, mm. a whole bunch of shit happens to us. And then we learn, okay, like I need to heal me, not anyone yeah. else. I need to actually do the work and figure out who I am. And I believe that on that journey, we start seeing, it's, it's almost like unbecoming who we not. And then we start. I, I love everything you say. <laughs> these breadcrumbs that lead us to like our purpose, you know, mm. our mission, like what it is we're meant to do in the world that moves people. Like I mm. all believe to move people in some way um when think about the last time you heard a song that just gave you goosies and you just like either cried mm. or you wanted to dance like don't you think that movement that experience of being moved is the most like exhilarating thing on earth yeah. and like probably the best feeling like if you had to put life the experience of life into one moment that would probably be it well at least for me you know, it's amazing. Like we come, we heal, we grow, we learn to nurture, we learn to talk to ourselves better. And through doing 
the work of returning inwards, of returning home to ourselves, returning back to me, like who we actually are. We then get to share with the world. Mm. We then move other people. And I think that Mm. that's where this whole like idea of the life purpose springs from. Mm. No, I think it's, it's all what you're saying is exactly a hundred percent. I feel the same way. And I was reading, I've got this amazing book um, that I bought in 2011 and I literally only read it now in lockdown. So um, yeah, anyway, so I read this book and his name, the the author is George Feuerstein and he has this amazing um, view of how he sees yoga. And he says, yoga is the evolution of the self. And that's what we're here to do. You know, like, and I've, I've been looking at all these, reading all these different books recently and listening to all these podcasts and whether we, you know, everyone is saying the same thing in a different way, but what they are telling you is you can change basically. Like if you want to be a better person, if you want to be happier, these are the tools and going to like that evolution of the self and what you were saying, like also doing this work, this internal work when we start to live as ourselves, when we start to do what makes us happy, be kind to people, people, be more generous, be more loving, all those things, our lives become happier. And yes. I don't think we, I don't think we believe it sometimes, but like our life truly, like I know just Tam, tell us now, like your life two years ago versus right now, what is your mental state being like? What is the difference day night? Like talking <laughs> literally you know and it's yeah but and that's just the the it just shows how much time do we have by the way do you know we got three minutes okay (laughs) maybe two (laughs) okay so i'm not going to dive into that then yeah we can save it for next week (laughs) let's save it for next week but tam and everyone who's left comments i just want to say tam can you see these comments yes i love it they are they are so beautiful like i think guys i just want to say to you everyone who's commented and everyone who's joined us i i really this is such a big thing for time and i like we just two girls who want to have a conversation and we we just want to share what we know because we want everyone to feel good and i just want to say thank you for the support and tan thank you for this amazing idea thank you for like coming up with this this is so great and like it's such a cool opportunity that we get to chat i can't believe it's been an hour i can't believe it and i just so i like i just want to say to everyone's everyone watching we decided to do this and we said let's keep it raw there's no agenda Mm -hmm. i've jotted a few notes down around like just what's been going on for me but this is how it's going to keep going we're going to just have these raw conversations maybe we just keep it in the bedroom it's like that <laughs> like bedroom like, um and and this is all i want to do is just share like you know it's just being raw honest and i think we can all relate so mm-hmm. yeah, we'll we'll chat again next week but i just yeah. i love you love you so i love much. you too thank you so much and thank you guys bye tam i love you so much it is telling me i've got less than a minute okay. lots of love and guys we're gonna load this so you can have it and you can refer back to whenever you need thank bye. you guys love you